selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Welcome back everyone to Campfire Tales. Tonight's story is a horrifying experience by a police officer in the state of Massachusetts and what he went through. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, clicking on that bell, and smashing that thumbs up and telling a friend. Now let's get spooky. If you couldn't tell from the title, I'm a police officer. No, I'm not going to say which department that I work for, but I will say that it's in Massachusetts. For the sake of you, not losing your crap trying to figure out where this all happened. I figured a little bit about myself could not hurt. For the sake of purpose, we'll say my name is Jack. No, this is not my real name, but we'll pretend that it is. I grew up wanting to be a cop my whole life. Nothing else interested me, except for being a police officer. I have been a cop for almost seven years now, and I have a wife and son. I work graveyard shifts in a small urban town, a little while from Boston. Most calls I take involve junkies tweaking out and making an ass of themselves, or petty neighbors calling about trivial crap that we can't get involved in. Only a handful of times that I had been called on things like robberies and homicides. Anyways. Last night, I was doing my regular patrols, waiting for dispatch to give me something to do. It was around 1.03 a.m. when dispatch chimed in my ear during my lunch break. 2.51, come in. Great frickin' timing, guys, I thought before responding. Go ahead. We have a call coming from five blocks from your location about a homeless man in his mid-fifties acting suspicious. You gotta be freaking kidding me, I thought before responding again. Copy. 
What's the address? She gave me the address, putting the call near some abandoned construction site, well known for being a drug and homeless hotspot. The address itself was in a poor neighborhood that consisted of trailer trash and immigrants trying to build their new life. I walked out of the restaurant, burger in hand, and got in my cruiser before heading off to the address. When I arrived at the location, the lady who made the call was on her front porch waiting for me. She was a frail old Latina lady who looked like she had seen a ghost. I got out of my car and walked up to her, keeping my social distance before asking her what the problem was. In broken English, she told me that she was spoiling her grandkids with a late-night kids movie when she heard something hit the side of her home. When she had looked outside, she saw an old man banging his head against the wall before crawling on all fours and twitching violently. At that point, she called the police and waited for us to show up. About two minutes before I arrived, however, the suspect got up and walked in the direction of the abandoned construction site. Great, I thought, still giving the lady my full attention. Another tweaker called to add to the books. I thanked her for her cooperation and turned to head back to my car when I heard her yell. Wait! I immediately turned back to face her. She held up a finger, saying to wait for a second before she shuffled back inside her home as fast as she could, leaving her door open. As I waited, I saw two small children no older than ten years old peek out from the doorframe to see me. I gave them a warm smile and waved at them before they quickly disappeared from my sight. I signed and waited a bit longer, until the old lady came back out holding a small crucifix in one hand and a small jar of what I could only assume to be water. She came down the stairs approaching me as I backed up, telling her that we need to keep our distance. She told me to shut up and calling me a dumbass under her breath in Spanish before standing right in front of me. I towered over her, being just under six feet while she couldn't have been taller than five foot four. She held out her hand, offering me the small crucifix. It was a small carving of the cross with a crude Jesus carved into the front of it. She took my hand from my side and placed the cross inside, closing my hand into a fist. For safety, she said before opening the jar of water and sprinkling me with it while saying what I think was an old prayer in Spanish. I don't speak a whole lot of Spanish, but I do know enough to understand what she was saying. She was blessing me with safety against all evil in this world and the next, while also praying that my family comes to no harm, which I thought was a little strange but I shrugged it off before thanking her and walking back to my car. As I got in, I called dispatch and told them I was headed to the abandoned site to investigate. Do you want backup? Dispatch asked. I responded. Negative, that won't be necessary. And with that, I drove in the direction of the building, scanning for the suspect and putting the crucifix into my shirt pocket over my heart.
Now, I'm no religious person, but I do believe that religious objects can have positive effects on the mind, making you feel more calm and secure. So I figured that I was just showing respect for the old lady by putting it over my heart. I scanned the roads and sidewalks for the suspect for what felt like hours before I came upon the abandoned construction site. Originally, the building was meant to be a four-story low-income housing complex with the same layout as a hotel. After a year or two of construction, however, funding for the project was cut and had to be abandoned even though it was nearly complete, save for the plumbing and electricity. The site had been abandoned for over five years now and had attracted druggies and transients or homeless if you prefer. The building was barely lit up by the light poles along the street, and the chain-link fence that once kept people out was now bent and warped, allowing anyone to enter and exit as they pleased, giving it an eerie feel. Me and a couple of my buddies of mine made jokes about how it was the headquarters of the secret society that would plot it against world domination. While I got out of the car, it wasn't the building itself that was the creepy part. It was the fact that everyone who was squatting there was outside with fear in their eyes. I turned on my body cam and approached one of the transients. She was a lady in her late 30s with an obvious heroin addiction, based on her apparent track marks trailing up and down her arms. I asked her what was going on, and she told me that there was a man on the third floor who nobody had ever seen before and got scared. When I asked her why she got scared, she said that she saw a few people go to talk to him before coming back and acting like they had lost their minds. I tried asking her a few more questions, but she went silent after that. I had made my way through the sea of people to a man who fit my description of the original suspect from the lady's house and questioned him about the lady, confirming my suspicions about him being the suspect. When I questioned him further, he told me that he didn't remember why he had went to her house and banged his head. He only knew that he felt like he was instructed to do so. I gave him a citation and told him not to go back to the old lady's house again, which he agreed to. After asking a few more people about the situation, I called it in to dispatch and told them to send backup to take care of everyone outside while I went to investigate the strange man. I went back to my patrol car and retrieved my shotgun and a few spare shells before turning on my mounted flashlight, stepping over the now flattened fence and entering the building. We had made multiple drug busts here in the past, so I was pretty familiar with the layout of everything as I swept the first floor and made my way to the interior staircase to the second floor. As I kept making my way to the third floor and sweeping the area, I kept tripping over scattered beer bottles and random crap that people left lying around, nearly eating crap when I ran in- Selling a little, or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell 
everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. To a whole shopping cart of crap left in the middle of the hallway. I cursed under my breath as I pushed it aside and made my way to the third floor. Once there, I swept through each room, looking for this mysterious man until I came across a locked door. I found this odd because every room I had checked before this was either open or unlocked. I knocked on the door and made my presence known by calling out, Police, open up. When I got no response, I yelled that I was coming in and kicked the door in. Okay, I feel like I should clarify something. Being a cop for seven years, you see some disturbing crap. I'm not going to go into detail about what I had seen in the past but just know that it's pretty hard to make me feel disturbed. But what I saw in that room nearly made me crap myself. The room was completely pitch black except for a tall, skinny man sitting in the middle, staring away from me. When I say that he was tall, I mean that this turd was impossibly tall. He wore an old gray suit, and his head was completely bald. If I had to guess... I would say that he looked like he was in his late 70s. I tried to illuminate the rest of the room with my flashlight, but anywhere I shone my flashlight, the darkness just absorbed it. I began to feel a strong primal sense of fear as my eyes couldn't look away from this man. My knees began to shake violently, and I could feel my heart rate go through the roof. I fixed my shotgun on the man and tried to calm myself down. This son of a gun must have eyes on the back of his head, because as soon as I did, he began to slowly stand up, only making my paralyzing fear worse as I kept my sight on him. Once he was fully standing up, he slowly turned around and faced me, and I got to see what he really looked like. I can't even begin to describe what this thing looked like, but I'll try my best, so bear with me. I call it a thing because there was no way in hell that this thing was a human being. It was built like one, sure, but it was less of a man than it was a thing. The suit was old as hell and worn out, but it was still tight enough that I could see its bones sticking out. Its skin was a light gray, and it was covered in burns and blisters, like it had walked away from a nuclear explosion. And its face... Frickin' hell, its dang face. This poor frickin' bastard 
really looked like it had been born in Chernobyl or some crap. Its eyes were the size of light bulbs and were pure white with a small black dot as pupils. Its nose consisted of a triangular hole in the center of its head. And the mouth. Jeezo. Just thinking about it makes me want to curl up in fear. Its mouth was frickin' massive. The mouth alone took up half of the frickin' head. And the teeth. They weren't sharp and long like some frickin' Stephen King monster. In fact, they were normal teeth. The problem was that it had too many. Its mouth was full of teeth and when it smiled, that's all you could see. By now, my hands were shaking with the shotgun still pointed in the direction of this thing, though I couldn't tell if I would even hit anything if I pulled the trigger. It looked at me dead in the eyes with those ghostly looking eyes and smiled. When I say it smiled from ear to ear, I mean its smile went from one frickin' ear to the other ear. Suddenly, through all my fear and panic, I heard it speak. Hello. Its voice sounded like that creepy YouTube video that everyone was obsessed about a few years ago. What the frick was it called? Salad Fingers? This thing sounded like Salad Fingers with a childish British accent. I was shaking with fear at this point and wanted to run like hell, but I couldn't move. All I could do was look at this lanky turd as it spoke. It raised one of its arms and pointed at me with a long bony finger before saying, Are you here to take me away? I had no idea what the hell to do. Before I could think of something, I had already responded to this thing. Who? It finished my sentence before I could stutter it out. Who am I? It asked, tilting its head to the side. I slowly nodded before it answered my question. Nobody that you would care to know. Nobody cares to know me. Nobody cares about me. It trailed off, mumbling nonsense and whispering under its breath, no longer paying me much attention. Finally, I found enough strength to snap myself out of my fear-induced paralysis and began backing out of the room. I probably only took a couple of steps before the floor creaked under my weight, sending the thing to snap its head in my direction, looking at me with a look that I could only describe as pure rage. This thing didn't even have any lips, but I could tell it was snarling as it shot right in front of me, putting the barrel of my shotgun directly into its lower abdomen. It was at that point that I realized that the inky darkness covering the room was coming from this thing that was now towering over me. I looked up to meet its gaze, only to see pure hatred in its eyes as it spoke once again. Don't leave me like all the others did. Its voice was a mixture of hatred, desperation, and fear. I responded, Screw you, a-hole! 
before I pulled the trigger and dumped a slug into the bastard's stomach, causing him to stumble backward. I quickly bolted out the door and down the hall towards the main staircase. As I ran, I heard it scream and start slamming into walls chasing after me. I could tell that it was pissed, and it was gaining on me, but I didn't give a crap. I was just a few feet away from the stairs, but this thing was closing in the distance fast. Right before I entered the staircase, I racked my shotgun, putting another slug into the chamber, turning around and dumping another round down the hall. But when I looked down the hall where I just shot, where I heard this thing barreling towards me with murderous intent, there was nothing. There was no sign of anything that had chased me. Was I hallucinating? Who gives a crap? I told myself. Let's get the hell out of here before we find out. Not giving it a second thought, I raced back down the stairs and out of the building, where I was met with multiple squad cars and officers looking intently at me. The next few hours is a blur, but I do remember having the talk with paramedics and telling the officers about what had happened on the third floor. Nobody believes me, and when they reviewed my body cam, we found that I had turned the damn thing off by accident halfway through my sweep at the building, so there was no real proof of what I had seen other than the testimony of a few tweakers. I was put on sick leave for the next three days to regain my thoughts and got sent home early, being told not to worry about writing a report. When I got home, it was roughly 3.20 a.m., so I made my way up to my room, where I met with my wife sleeping soundly, before quickly taking off my uniform to change into sweatpants and a t-shirt. As I took off my shirt, I noticed that the crucifix the old lady had given me was missing from where it sat over my heart. I shrugged it off as me losing it in my car somewhere, and got in bed with my wife. She shifted slightly before falling back asleep until I followed her into the world of the unconsciousness. When I woke up the next morning, I immediately hugged my wife and son before telling my wife everything that had happened last night. She didn't believe my story, but she said that she believed that I believed it. Whatever, it's not like I needed anyone to believe me anyways. I know what I saw, and that's good enough for me. A little later in the day, I was helping my wife tidy up the room when I came across something sitting on the top of the dresser. It was the crucifix. I thought that maybe my wife had found it on the floor and left it here for me. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. 
From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. But there was a note next to it. When I opened it and read what was inside, I became overwhelmed with the same fear that I had felt when I first saw that dang thing. Inside was four simple words but they held horrific meanings that made my fear for my family's safety and caused me to write this in the first place. Please don't leave me. Update. It's been three days now since I was put on leave for what I saw in that godforsaken room, and I still can't get the image out of my head. I've tried, though. Oh, how I've tried to distract myself with chores and spending time with my son until I forget. But that dang thing keeps crawling back into my freaking head. I'm on my third and last night of my sick leave, before I have to get back to work tomorrow night. But I'm not updating to tell you that I'm going back to work. I'm telling you this because something else happened. After I found the note, I looked for signs of any forced entry, but everything seemed normal. Just a precaution, though. I had a security system installed in my house. Originally, my wife was opposed to the idea because of how expensive it was. But when I told her that a buddy of mine installed it for a couple of hundred bucks, she agreed to do it. Everything was installed and hooked up to our phones. I quickly went over everything just to be sure that nothing was skipped over. Sure as hell, everything was there. Three cameras covering the front, two in the back, and one on each side of the house, and three inside, covering the front door, my wife's room, and my son's room. All coming together for a total of ten motion sensor cameras to catch this ugly bastard if he ever tried to get close to me again. That night, I checked all the security feed before I went to bed, and of course, nothing strange popped out of the feed. When I woke up, I reviewed the footage but didn't see a Chernobyl mutant emaciating darkness. All I saw were a few raccoons and a stray cat minding their own business. The next night, the last night, I did the same thing and went to bed. That night, however, I actually had a nightmare for the first time in over a year. I was sitting in the room where the thing once sat, and I was facing the far wall. I looked down to see that I was wearing its suit. The clothing was baggy and loose around me and the sleeves were very long to fall over the tips of my fingers, making me look like a small child wearing their dad's suit. In fact, 
I noticed that I wasn't in my own body. I was in the body of a young boy, no older than seven, wearing an oversized suit from the early 50s. I couldn't move, but I heard an older man yell at me from somewhere behind. His voice had an accent that I couldn't quite recognize, but I could definitely understand what he said. Now you shit here, you think about what you did, you filthy freaking rat. I heard myself squeak out, Please don't leave me. Before the older man screamed back, Go to hell, you freaking rat! And slammed the heavy metal door behind him. I had no control over my body as I got up from the chair and ran over to the door, banging on it with my tiny fists and pleading for someone to let me out. I heard the man yell out from the other side, Boy, don't make me get the chain! Get back in your freaking seat! And think long and hard about your actions! I reluctantly stepped back from the rusty iron door and headed back to the chair before something caught my eye from a small window that I hadn't noticed before. My body moved the chair under the window when I stepped up, peeking outside, only to see a sudden blinding flash of light sending me falling backwards onto the concrete floor. My eyes stung with pain as I weakly got to my feet and blindly made my way to the door. I heard voices on the other side talking to each other in a panicked tone. We have to leave now, immediately, a woman's voice said. What about the children? Another asked before the familiar man's voice bellowed out, Screw the children. The little bastards probably weren't going to survive past 16 anyways. Nobody gives a crap about orphans. We need to get the hell out of here now. I heard someone else mutter something about how they were told it was safe and that nothing could go wrong. I immediately started pounding my fists on the door, begging for someone to come let me out. I suddenly felt a rush of heat blow past me as I felt my skin burn and began to melt. I cried out in utter pain as the heat didn't let up, and I tried to crawl away from the door where I thought that the heat was coming from. But then I soon realized that the heat was coming from everywhere, and there was no escape for me for this hell. I crawled back to the chair and pushed it back to the center of the room where I sat and waited to die. I waited for what felt like hours, hoping that someone would come let me out and take me away from this frickin' room as my skin continued to burn and I began to starve. After what felt like weeks, but couldn't have been more than an hour, I heard the door behind me burst open, but it didn't sound like the metal door that I had been banging on pleading for help. This door sounded wooden and cheap. Curious, I turned around to see what was happening. Instead of a rescuer, here to save the day and wake me up from this nightmare, I was met with something that made me want to cry. It was that thing in the doorway, wearing my uniform and pointing a shotgun at my stomach. I heard it speak in that creepy-ass voice again, looking at me with fear and hatred. Why did you leave me? I tried to mutter out a cry for help or beg for this thing for mercy, but nothing like that was able to come out. All that did come out was, Please don't leave me. To which the thing gave a wide grin, almost enjoying this, and responded, Screw you, a-hole! Before I could even process what was happening, 
the thing shot me in the stomach, causing me to wake up screaming. I woke up this morning with a sense of hysteria and fear. My body drenched in sweat and looked over at my alarm clock. 10.36am. What the hell? I thought to myself. I almost never slept in past 9. And what the hell was up with that dream? I quickly regained myself and checked the security feed from last night. What I saw completely shook me to my core. I saw myself sleeping next to my wife peacefully one moment, and then the next. I saw this thing standing over me. The fact that it had seemingly teleported itself into my frickin' bedroom wasn't what unnerved me. It was how its eyes and teeth glistened in the darkness, almost glowing. This thing was staring down at me sleeping and was frickin' smiling. I then watched as it placed its hand on my head and closed its eyes, causing me to stir in my sleep. About two seconds after it took its hands off my head, it disappeared just as quickly as it had appeared. And then I saw something fall from where it had once stood, barely making up three pixels on my phone but clearly visible. I threw my phone down and began searching for whatever the hell this bastard had left behind. After a minute of looking, I found it. A small folded piece of paper and once again, the note scared the crap out of me. Now do you understand? And no, I don't understand. I don't freaking understand any of this crap. I tried to show my wife the footage, but the bit where the damn thing appeared was freaking gone. Nearly 10 freaking minutes of footage just erased from existence? What the hell is going on? My son has been asking questions about why I'm acting strange, but I don't have the answers. But I'm hoping someone here does. Please, if you know anything about this creature and what is going on, please tell me. I am so confused and scared. Please help me. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this police officer story tonight. And if you guys have any information about what this creature is, please put your information down in the comments below or email me and I can reach out to the author of this story. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Share me with your friends, and again, like always, spread me like butter. Yeah. Have a good night, and stay spooky. Selling a little, or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.